What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. Ronis, how are you, man? Happy holidays. I haven't spoken to you in, in forever. How are you doing today? Yeah, happy holidays. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should decide how I should feel. Can I explain the situation? Oh, this does not sound good. Wait a minute. Let me let me let me get comfortable here. Let me get my popcorn. All right, I'm ready. What do you got? All right, so my home league, I do well every year, but in the playoffs, I just run into the worst luck in the world. So this year, I was the one seed, had to buy in the first round, lost Travis Kelsey, lost James mm-hmm. Conner, lost three defensive back, Carrie Willis, Antoine Winfield, Landon Collins, uh, lost Logan Wilson. All right, whatever. You got to go on, right? It's happening to everyone. I mean, Kelsey's abs- uh, a critical blow because I had to replace him with James O'Shaughnessy. All right, we'll see what happens. Thursday, my opponent gets A.J. Brown back, 31 and a half. Ah, okay, what are you going to do? So going into tonight, I was down 12. He had Jalen Waddell, and I had Cameron Jordan and Marshawn Lattimore. Hey, Cameron Jordan, two sacks, right? Lattimore, an interception. Uh, Waddell, huge game. So I lose 265.5 to 252.4. 252.4 going into today, the third highest score of the season in this league. So I put up a huge score and lose. Last year in this league, semifinals again, I lose 249.1 to 224.6. Two years ago in the semifinals, I lose 271.9 to 249.1. So I put up 252, 224, and 249, which are all like insane scores in this league. Cause like the season average this year, the highest team was 202. So you, you see these scores once in a while. So three years in a row, I run into a team that puts up 265, 249, and 271. And my season's over. Obviously, if I'm on the other side of the bracket, I win. And the worst part is my friends fucking talking shit. Uh, Red Rum yesterday. He's on the other side of the bracket. <laughs> Dude, no. he's on the other side of the bracket, and he texted me yesterday. I hope you you win because your team is not as good as the other one. His team's better. This motherfucker on the other side of the bracket puts up 208.8. I put up 252.4 <laughs> without Kelsey, Connor, Mike. Dude, it's just this is the fucking pain of fantasy football. And, like, how am I supposed to feel? And you just say, well – I had a high score and I ran into a team. Can I say that fucking every year? It's three years in a fucking row. How am I supposed to fucking feel, man? And I got a s- shitty teams on the other side putting up 208, 173. I would have wiped the floor with them. And now I know what's going to happen. Next week, my team's going to put up a big number and I'm going to sit there. Oh, if I was in the final, I would have won. And it don't do me no good because I don't get a championship and I don't get the fucking money, man. This is what's frustrating about this game. And look, it happens, but three fucking years in a row, it might happen more. I didn't have the heart to go back to the previous, the fourth year. I just went the last three because I'm like, I know this is happening to me a lot. And it fucking has, man. It's just fucking painful. I mean, do you sit there and you go, well, you know what? I had a high score. I just ran into it. But how many years can I say that now, bro? It's three years in a row and maybe more. I didn't have the heart to check after that. So, I I mean, are are you cursed? Is that what it is? Is, I don't know. Is, I, are the I, fantasy gods, do they have it in for you? I don't know. I, I, I can't figure it out, man. I mean, regular season, I was 21 and 7. 21 and 7. And fucking losing the semifinals three straight years, man. And again, putting up these huge fucking numbers, man. 
I mean, if I had, I mean, I don't know. If I had Kelsey, maybe I would have won. I don't know because Kelsey could have had 10. And O'Shaughnessy had 8.9. I don't know, but it's just, I mean, it sounds crazy, but Jonathan Taylor killed me. 10.8. Right, yeah, by not not having a touchdown. I mean, I had Dak put up 39.3, Justin Jackson, 36.2, Antonio Brown, 20.1, Amari Cooper, 21.5, T. Higgins, 43.4, Lockett killed me, Mooney, 10.7. I mean, like, what else can I fucking do? I mean, even, okay, the best player on my bench was Josh Palmer, 15.3. Even if I started him over Lockett, which I never would have done, I still would have lost by four. I thought about Palmer over Mooney. Well, okay, five points. I still would have lost. So. Like there was nothing I could really do. And it's just, you know, man, it's just frustrating, man. Just real frustrating. So somebody actually brought up to me the other day. Maybe it was, I don't know if it, maybe it was in Pemba here. I, you know, I mean, again, I have memory loss all the time now. Um, <laughs> but I think it was, it was, you know, the conversation was what if it was just, you have 14 weeks of, of the regular season and then the final three weeks of the season for the play. Everybody who makes the playoffs, it's just it's just points. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You, well, that's what the high stakes leagues do. They have like a three week championship. So I actually was I've been thinking about that for a while and I might put it to a league vote and see Take what the whole head to head has aspect out right. of the playoffs. Yeah. So the top four teams make the playoffs. You know, yeah, you extend the regular season an extra week. You don't do six teams. You do four. In a 12-team league, I think you do four. You can't have six. I think okay. you do four, and you have a three-week playoff. No, actually, you don't. Yeah, you have a three-week playoff. So you do yeah, that's regular, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, 14 weeks and then 15, 16. I'm, I'm actually cool with that. I like it. I mean, shit, if we would have done that in this league, I probably won this shit three years in a row. I mean, I don't know for <laughs> sure, but I'd have to look. I mean, but, yeah, man, it's just it's just frustrating. You know, because you have a great team all year and it comes down to one week. And I had a great week again. If I'm on the other side of the bracket, I win. And I, I definitely checked. The, and what happened to me the last two years, too, I would I would have been in the finals three years in a row if I, if I drew the other side. So it's just frustrating, man. I know that's part of fantasy football. One year I can live with it. But three years in a row, man. Come on, man. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's that's what we need to figure out. And the worst that's, part that's is. That's the investigation that the needs wor- to take place. Yeah. It just fucking sucks, man. And then the worst part is, too. So then. Uh, OK, I just mentioned I have T. Higgins and Justin Jackson, right? And they have big weeks. Well, guess what? I went against them in the FSGA and fucking <laughs> lost there, too. <laughs> You know, so I was Thursday. He had so he had Jeff Wilson, 14.7. Okay, I can live with that. And George Kittle, 4.1. Wow, that's really I'll take that. And then he had Kirk on Saturday, 11.8. All right. I had Chubb on Saturday, 27.4. I'm feeling good. I had Joe Burrow, 38.1. But like I said, he had Jackson and Higgins give him like 79. So I lost. I put up 143.8 and lost. So I am not playing in any championships. This is the first time I can't even remember the last time that I have not been in one final. And it's going to be by far my least profitable year in fantasy football in my life. I mean, you know, people will say, oh, it's COVID and all this. Yeah, I played a part, but I don't know. I can't really just use that. But, 
No, you it's, never want to use it as an excuse, but I mean, I'll tell you, man, with the way that the playoffs have gone and with everything, I mean, listen, people who are playing for championships next week, I mean, did you see, uh, you know, a hundred plus players went on the COVID list yeah, today alone. It's, it's ridiculous. 90 man. plus of them all tested positive. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. And it, yeah, it sucks. Cause now all week you have to sit there and be like crossing your fingers, praying that not a player that you have is not put in the season. Yeah. You can't even like, you can't even make legit waiver claims. If you do like, you know, like a like a waiver wire on Tuesday night or Wednesday night, you can't even make legit claims because, you, I mean, you just have no idea. This is like it's getting to the point now where the person who if you have like, a, you know, you do waivers on a Wednesday night and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's just first come, first serve. That's, you know, that that's going to be, you know, a, a free for all. And that could be the difference. Uh, in teams winning and losing is that if they're like, you know, let's say you, you, you're you at work, right? So you can't sit there on your computer and find out at two o'clock in the afternoon that, you know, that, that the, the Bengals just put Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase on the COVID list. Like, you, you know, you can't react to that sometimes. And that's going to be a, that's, that's going to be a deciding factor for a lot of people too. I mean, it's just, it's even worse in the NBA. This is the third consecutive waiver wire period in my home league in NBA that I added a player hours later, he was put on the COVID list Ugh. and we do waivers twice a week, Monday, right. Monday afternoon and Thursday afternoon. <clears throat> so I picked up someone today. He's on the COVID list now. So, I mean, this shit is just ridiculous, man. It's it just, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, would you feel like, Hey, I did what I could. I put up a high score and I just ran into a bad team. And but I don't, I don't know, man, I'm pissed right now, bro. I mean, I would, that's how I'd rationalize it. I, you know, I'd be pissed too. Listen, I, <laughs> There's a difference between, you know, just being pissed about it and, and whatever, and then just like stewing about it for for days and days on end. Like, well, I could, just give me tonight at least, man. Yeah, I've, been, totally. I've been getting better take, about take, it. Take take his, you know, take that time, man. By tomorrow night, if you're still, you know, like devastated by it, well, then, you know, maybe we just, you know, we, we need to introduce you to like Dr. Xanax. No, no, I'm, I don't do medication. <laughs> I know you don't do medication, but I'm just saying, man. So. <clears throat> no man, dude, be pissed off today. Listen, I'm I'm in one championship, one right now, and it's a two week championship. So we just played the first week of the championship, one in all of my leagues as well. I mean, it was just uh, you know, it was crazy, just one by one. It was just like, um, you know, in in one league, I I sat there uh, and I had um. I had I had started uh, Tyreek Hill, thinking, and this isn't even GST like GST. I was like I was locked or whatever. But in this other league, I picked up Byron Pringle because I had Tyreek Hill, and I'm like, all right, you know, I mean, listen, if if that's what happens, that's what happens, and you know, I'll, I'll have Pringle to hopefully fall back on. And then Tyreek Hill was active, and I was like, oh shit, there you go, Tyreek Hill's active, big, 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 big. Super psyched, right? No, like watching watching thirty points from Byron Pringle rack up while Tyreek Hill has two catches. That's you know, I, I could definitely be bitter about that shit too. Yeah, I mean, but I think you you if Tyreek Hill's playing, you got to play him. Right? No, I no, I the, did I the right the, thing. Right, the game script just you know, went away from them, and I didn't even see any comments from Reed. Did they? Did anyone ask him why they? 
limited him? I mean, was it because he that's the other thing, too. I've been saying, like, we don't know players coming off the COVID list. Do they have symptoms? Were they struggling? We've only heard about a couple. Like we knew about Amari Cooper, you know, mm-hmm. and then it was a Thursday night game and they said, yeah, he could be limited. I saw that. I immediately pulled him out. Um, and we had heard a little bit about Tyler Lockett that he was struggling, but that was the week before I still played him. I don't think that was why I think it's because Seattle fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, if I, I don't, I didn't have Tyree kill this year, but if I did, I'd play him. I just, I think, yeah, no, I mean, you have to play him, but this is, this is two weeks in a row where you're like, and it, what sucks is that it's these two weeks that you're talking about, um, you know, miles Gaskin, you know, was, he was back. Oh, look at that. Get ready for miles Gaskin again. No, nobody thought Duke Johnson was getting that kind of a fucking workload. Brian Flores has never, you know, strayed from that. So it was like Gaskin now is Tyreek. And, you know, and, and the bottom line is, is that we don't know how, how COVID is hitting people. You know, it hits some people really super hard. Listen, it waxed me for a day. Like, I mean, like, I mean, really waxed me for a day. And I was I was out completely, and and that was it. Um, and then you know, for like the next few days, I was like, I wasn't like as deathly sick as I was before, but exhausted, stamina is terrible. Walking upstairs is actually like you know, like a, like like a hassle, right? And like all of a sudden, you know, so it's like, you know, okay, granted, I'm not a professional athlete by any stretch of the imagination, but. You know, these guys, if they get hit in a certain way also, it's like, you know, so guys who miss practice the entire week, but then they're activated off of the court, like like two weeks in a row now, I've been burnt by that. Uh, I can't do it next week. Like, I don't know who's going to be that guy who like everybody's going to be super pumped about that. He, you know, gets announced on like Friday that he's being activated from the COVID list. I'm not fucking playing that dude. No, sir. Well. (laughs) <laughs> if I have him in my championship, my one championship team. Well, Eckler was activated today. Does that worry you or no? Because he's going to practice. No, he's going to practice okay. all day, all week long. If if he's like, like even if he's limited for the next like three or four days, okay, fine, so be it, right? But like if like he doesn't practice tomorrow, he was activated, but he doesn't practice tomorrow, well, then I'm a little, you know, hmm, what's going on here? And then he puts in a couple of limited or if he does like two limited and then takes the day off, like all that shit. Like now, yeah, now you I mean, this is really about, you know, studying those practice reports to make that, you know, to see what happens. But man, I mean, this is just, you know, this is like yet another hurdle that we're all trying to kind of like, you know, figure our shit out and wade through. It's not. It's not easy, man. And it's just, you know what it is, man? That's that's another reason why, you know, you're like, you're so pissed because your team has done so well and you've pushed through all of this COVID shit. Like, that's why it stings even more for you. I'm not trying yeah, to twist it, the knife. I'm yeah, just- and I put up, again, I put up a big number and I did what I can. I, You know, you're, you're just not going to find great um, tight ends on the waiver wire. You know, that's the problem. So the, the Kelsey absence really killed me. and. Uh, even and I know because I and Jonathan Taylor not getting the end, not not only not getting in the end zone, no receptions. And I had tweeted about this. He was wide open so many times, and Wentz didn't even look his fucking way. Man, he just like it made no sense. It's like, all right, we're down five offensive linemen. Oh, let's keep running Jonathan Taylor right into the line instead of getting him the ball in space. 
you know, like he broke off that one big run early for like 47 yards. And then, oh, let's just keep running him into the line. He was open in the flat so many times and Wentz did not even look his way. So it's just tough. It's one I'd rather just get blown out. You know what I'm saying? Get it over right, with right. early. It's just painless. It's like, all right, whatever. You know, his team went off. My team didn't show it off. All right. What are you going to do? But when your team goes off and you put up a huge number, that's one of the best scores of the season. And then you still lose three years in a row like that, too. God, man, like what What did I do wrong, man? Team bridesmaid, man. Team bridesmaid. Ridiculous, man. Right. Just. Oh, my there God. Just just hold hold her dress while she's peeing, Adam. That's it. That's all you do right now. You just I, I gotta hold stop her dress. Looking. I got to stop looking. I went back to 2017. I lost in the semis 247.3 to 204.7. Eh, you know, two oh four. Nah, yeah, but two not as not as impressive as your other scores. I know that, but still, my opponent again put up a high score. <sighs> what the hell, man? I gotta get past the semis, man. What is going on? <laughs> Jeez, man, I keep running into a bustle on the semis every year. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. I, I I wish I had some like words of encouragement for you, but I really, it's, it's, it's aggravating. This is, this is a tough year. This is a tough, tough year, you know? And, and you know what? And I'll tell you what, the worst part is, can I, can I tell you the worst part? What? I'm going to tell you the worst part uh, of the whole thing uh, right after this quick commercial break. Stick around. All right. So you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is that's going to be the worst part about this is that we're going to come back next year and it's going to be the exact same thing. And what I mean by that is, is that we're going to get asked the exact same questions. We're going to deal with the exact same draft stuff. Nobody is going to learn from any of these mistakes and we are going to repeat the entire time, like all over again, like nobody's going to take uh, from all of this and learn. We need to come up with some sort of a, a, I don't know, a book or a pamphlet, a leaflet, um, a, a word of the day calendar, an advent calendar to the start of the season of things that we need to have learned from this year in order to make next year actually a, a lot more better, you know, a lot more better. Yeah, a lot of better English, too. Um, you know, and that is things like make your playoffs just points, take away that head to head factor. You know, you're going to get it's not going to happen. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of pushback from people. They just Mm -hmm. they they don't they don't want to make that change. But like, you know, we're going to go through we're going to go through. I actually I wrote my article in the uh, in the post about the fact that, you know, if there's something that, you know, you learn from this year, it's that when you're drafting next year. Stop worrying about the first round. Stop sweating who your first pick in that draft is going to be. Because when push comes to shove, the running backs all at the top got hurt. You had wide receivers who got hurt and didn't deliver. You had Travis Kelsey who, you know, for all intents and purposes, underperformed. You know, like that's just that's what the first round and the you know, first two rounds actually or or end up. Like if you if both your guys stay healthy, your first two picks stay healthy, uh, then you're ahead of the game. But like, you know, really focusing on how important those middle round picks are, where people are like taking a defense in round eight, you know, like stupid shit like that. 
Like we need to figure out a way to get people to learn from everything that we're kind of going through right now. Good commissioner stuff, fixing the, uh, you know, fixing IR spots, COVID spots, like actually using everything that we're learning here to try and fix it. Because I'll tell you what, man, next year, if we do with another just playoffs that are just mad ruined by COVID, like people are just going to be out of their fucking minds. That's going to push away like the Joe Everyman into it. They're just going to get so pissed to see that happen now, like two, three weeks and two, three years in a row that they're going to, they're going to leave. Yeah. I, I've been doing but I've been preaching this for years. I've been talking double headers since I've been on Sirius XM in 2010 mm-hmm. and people don't do it. I've been talking about how you have to award playoff spots to points. Not enough leagues do it. So been talking about it for a long time but again there's a lot of people are just so used to a certain way and i think part of it is they play on a lot of the yahoo espn and again i don't know how customizable those sites are because i don't commission on there um so i don't know do you have the i don't think you have the ability on yahoo and espn to to set playoffs up the way you want right um i don't think you can actually do it from uh like at the you know like when you're changing the settings and everything and saying that it's going to be most points but if you set up the rules ahead of time because I did this I wrote up you know a set of rules for the Jam on Fantasy Football League that specifically say that this is these are the teams that make the playoffs so you're going to go all throughout the season if you're just looking at the the you know ESPN default settings and you just you know wait to see you know how things finish up uh, you know, at the end of the season and you don't realize that points is that thing, you can override it as the commission. You can, you can change the bracket setup that happens there. So you just have to like draw up your set of rules, make sure it's distributed to every single person in the league. Um, you can probably post it as like a commissioner message or something like that uh, on your league homepage. So that way, you know, it's like they're visible for you know, for people to have, but so you you can do that, but yeah, I don't but think you, you you need a diligent commissioner that's willing to do that. You know, in some leagues, these people don't want to do it. Um, but obviously, if you do pay for a site, you can customize it, and it's all there. But I, I'm again, I, I think my goal as someone who has a voice in the industry and someone who loves fantasy sports is to eliminate as much luck as possible in fantasy football. It's a skill game, no doubt. You see some of the same players do well every single year, but there is an element of luck that becomes involved. And a lot of it is the schedule. Like, again, um, I've just had bad luck in my draws in the semifinals three straight years. Now, there's nothing I can do about that um, unless we do go to a three week playoff. I like the idea. And I'm not saying it just because of what's happened. Again, the high stakes leagues do that. I like it. It's pretty cool. You know, it's because if you have one bad week, now you're not done. You know, you have 110 points. All right. I'm behind the three other teams. But you know what? Maybe the next week I put up 190 and now I'm right back in it. So yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm interested to see. I'm going to put it to a league vote in my league next year and see what people think. Um, but I vote yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that, you know, I, you know, especially for a for a money league, you know, like if you just do it, you know what? I mean, if you're. I'll I'll say this. If you're sitting there and like, you know, it's like 12 guys at work or you're 12 buddies or something like that. Um, 
you know, and you're you're each kicking in like 50 bucks. You know, I mean, I'm not like trying to make fun of stakes or anything like that. But, you know, for something like that, I mean, it, you know, to to revamp your whole system, uh, you know, might take the fun out of it for for some people. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I think, you know, for, for leagues where, you know, we've paid, you know, whatever, 300, 400, 500 for a, an entrance fee. Yeah. You know, I want, I want as legitimate, like luck free of a shot at that money than anything else. No, I agree. Yeah. I know you do. I know you do. I'm just showing you, I, I, I totally get what you're saying here. What I'm saying is, is this is what we need to do. We need to like, we need to write a, a book of rules, like general rules for people to, you know, stop like freaking out about stupid shit, you know? And I'll tell you what, yeah, yeah, you need a diligent commissioner, but if you've ever, not you, Adam, but you people who are listening right now, if you've ever sat there and complained about something, the way it's handled or done or anything like that on the site, you need to be the commissioner. Yeah, step up. Right. Step you want, up. And, you want change? Be the one to propel the change. Mm -hmm. Yes. Be willing to take on that responsibility. If you're willing to take on that responsibility, you could do, you know, almost whatever the fuck you want with that league. You talk about, you know, changes and stuff like that. Really, you know, if you if you need that and you want that, then you lobby for it. You talk to everybody and you say, hey, listen, I'll step up as the commissioner and I'll, uh, you know, I'll keep track of everything and I'll help, you know, create, you know, legitimate schedules and, and stuff like that and figure out what's going to take the, the most luck out uh, of competing. Oh, by but, the way, another, I forgot about this one. So my friend uh, is in a work league and like, you know, week five, six, he's like, hey, man, if you could help out and we win, I'll give you half the money. I'm like, sure. He was not working the waiver wire. He had dropped Jalen Hurts. So I helped turn it around, got in the playoffs. Only four teams got in. We were the four seed, faced the number one seed, 166 points. Now, this is a league where two running backs, two receivers, one flex, not a big starting lineup. 166 is a lot going up against the one seed. And the 166 came with James Robinson getting hurt, providing one. So the lead was 166, 118 going into last night. Do I need to tell you what happened? Going into last night? Yeah, oh, 166, you... 118 was the lead. Oh, we so had no you, one so left. So you lost 171 to 166. So, yeah, he had the Cowboys defense, Schultz, and Zerline lost. <laughs> Dude, I mean, this week was just an absolute kick in the nuts for me, man. Like, just – and last week, too. Last week, too, I lost, I don't know, four matchups. I mean, <laughs> last week, though, was just like I didn't even score 100. So, I, you know, it was just – that was one of the quick – Hitters, you were done, you know, so I wasn't as bitter about that. I was like, damn, man, my team is going to show up. <laughs> this one was like monster weeks and just your opponents having bigger weeks. So, oh, man, just uh, I guess I can focus more on betting this week. I guess I have no lineups to set. Well, just a bronze bowl fucking lineup. Of course, the league where I scored over 200 in round one last week didn't score 100. And this week up 40 going into the second week of the bronze bowl next week. So I'll get, if I can hold on, I'll get some money for that, but still it's not, not uh, going to make me happy. So that's the only lineup I have to set next week and the GST, but I got no shot. I did have a much better week this week, but uh, it, it's not going to happen. 
Yeah, I had too mediocre of a week this week in GST also, 126 points. It's just not going to cut it when, like, you know, Jen or Billy Hayes is putting up in the 150s. Yeah, I put up 168, but I put up 93 last week, so I'm fucked. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I guess one of those years. I mean, look, I, I knew what was going to happen in GST. I mean, I had been in the finals four straight years, so you know at some point that bubble's going to burst. So, right. But this is the first year in this league that I'm not profitable. So, uh, well, that's what – uh. NBA uh, betting is for. That's where I'll have to, you know, make my li- and the NFL too. I, I had a couple NFL props this week. Um, although, of course, uh, James Robinson anytime touchdown uh, did not work out, but had a couple other ones. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing more, especially with the playoffs. Can can I can I can I lament on some DFS yes, for you? Um, just in the sense that so. The playbook was was insane, right? I mean, it was just it was on fire. I mean, there were some calls in there that were like, oh, you know, okay, they, they didn't really pan out. But you know, when you put that lineup together and you're looking at it, you know, the, the optimal lineup uh, would have been like two sixty nine point nine on on DraftKings, right? Um, and, and I, you know, just the guys that I had in there it was just it was it was sick, and and I was pushing everybody towards the Bengals stack. I did that. I did use them in the examples. And I like, you know, I, I made a, uh, you know, when I do the stacks and stuff like that, I show the ones that I really like by, you know, with the asterisk, but you'd think that with the asterisk there and, you know, the, the, the heavy use of like T Higgins in my cash lineups, plus, you know, the Bengal, you know, the Bengal stack as like the example lineup, the featured example lineup in, you know, two of the three, DFS sites that, you know, it's like, okay, this is, this is what I'm telling you, you guys need or whatever and blah, blah, blah. So I had all of that in there. Um, and I made just, well, you know, as soon as I saw that Quinn and Williams was down for this, I was already in on James Robinson, hundred percent. But when I saw that Quinn and Williams was out for the jets, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to go sit in a corner and inappropriately touch myself right now. Because he's just going to have the most ridiculous day. So taking that kind of, you know, zero basically in your lineup. And then the worst part was I got so hung up on because I was kind of giddy. I built this ridiculously strong lineup with the Jets stack, right? Zach Wilson, Michael Carter. And then I like pivoted off of Braxton Berrios and onto Keelan Cole because like a schmuck, I was thinking about the revenge game narrative there for Keelan Cole, who still was you know, like a heavily targeted guy, um, you know, when when nobody else, when none of the other big guns were there. So I like I, I was dealing with that and I had Keelan Cole and like my other lineups. But meanwhile, I'd done the dartboard. And I was like super stoked about putting Isaiah McKenzie in there. And I like made it a point to like stop and really think about it and be like, listen, Emmanuel Sanders is not getting the love. I've got him in the playbook, but he's really not seeing the love that, you know, you really want to see for a guy. Isaiah McKenzie steps up before in the past. So with no Beasley, no Gabriel Davis, who's going to be that backup guy for Diggs? Is it going to be Sanders who's been ignored virtually for four or five weeks now, or is it going to be Isaiah McKenzie? And I was just so in on him. And, uh, and so between Robinson uh, popping his Achilles and not using McKenzie, 
in those lineups, I um I I cost myself I cost myself a lot of money, a lot of money. Well, I mean, it just yeah, I, I know you can't predict injuries and stuff like that, but you know, with all the other guys that I could have had in the playbook, I also had Justin Jackson and uh you know, but I didn't have him in that lineup because I made that swap, right? I made I made the swap to get him out so that I could put Mark Andrews in as the tight end coming back against that stack instead of saving the money and using it on Marquise Brown. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to take that money. I'm going to use it on James Robinson now. Yay. So bad. See, I did something similar. So I, I was, I played mostly on Yahoo and I love Joe Burrow this week. You know, I do that Yahoo DFS video and Burrow is mm-hmm. my quarterback. And I give, look, it, he had over 400 yards against Baltimore week seven. And we knew how decimated the secondary was. And I was like, I just hope Cincinnati is smart and is aggressive and comes out throwing because they haven't done it a lot. Burroughs had a lot of games of 22 pass attempts under 30. They did it this week. So I'm like, all right, I'll pair him with Higgins. I think Higgins was like, is he 22 bucks? Something like that. So then I had like six bucks left. And I said, all right, because I played Justin Jackson, Madison and Jones getting the cheap running backs. And, and I got Cooper Cup in. So I was like, oh, man. You know what? Keenan Allen with no Mike Williams. Now I got money and I went from T Higgins to Keenan Allen. I still cast, but it could have been again. And it's an example. You know what? Just don't be afraid to leave some money on the table. What I should have did like a idiot. I had the Chargers defense at 13 bucks and I should have taken that savings and gone up to I don't know if I could have afforded Philadelphia, but I should have went up to a higher defense. Um, So, I mean, we all do it. We sit there and it, it sucks. You know, so many decisions to make and. And then you look at the like winning lineup. You're like, oh, I was kind of close to them. <laughs> you know, it's just on some weeks, some weeks you're just way off. But yeah, it sucks, man. Um, yeah. These decisions we make, it's just like life, right? All these little decisions add up. Uh, and sometimes you're just a little off. You had the right mindset. You had the right grouping. You just didn't click the submit yeah. button. I was, yeah, I was like right there. I was right there. And you know, I, I think I, I blame it on the fact overall, cosmically, that I was going to use my birthday wish on that bink in a GPP, but I never blew out the candle before the game started. Oh, shit. You know, not good. I think that's really what what did us in. So it's my fault. It's my fault. On a good note here, look at that. You and I still in that picks-wise pool. How this dude, Super Joey B, get ahead of us by two points? He had a perfect week. Again, that's another uh, – dude, I got to stop. Two weeks in a row, I fucked up. Well, I'll, I know you said it, so I'll go and you tell me yours. So I had the Colts all week, but once I saw the news of Darius Leonard and the other guys in offensive line, I said I can't take the Colts. Yup. But I didn't take Arizona, though. I think you did, though, right? Uh, I did. So I switched from the Colts like an idiot to Washington plus 10 and a half. And I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, ah, even if Dallas offense doesn't come around, they could just shut down Washington. Dallas is home for the first time in weeks. So that one was fucked up. And then you probably don't remember. But last week when we, you know, we do our Sunday wrap up and sometimes I look ahead and I give you one game. Do you remember the one game where I said I like this team? Um, well, let me just, let me just don't say anything. Stop. I'm trying to dig into the, the mind, my crevice of my mind. 
No, I don't remember. When Buffalo. It was- Buffalo against New England. I was saying oh, yeah, two weeks yeah, ago yeah. how I thought they could win the division because I said the Patriots are going to lose to the Colts. And I said as long as the Bills win against the Patriots, the division is theirs. So I had the Bills all week. I switched to fucking Minnesota. And I said in my head, don't take Minnesota unless it's at least three. It was three and a half on the books, two and a half in our pool. Fucking two weeks in a row, I cost myself, man. So I fucked up a two and three week. I think last week was three and two, but I came, I came off the Saints plus 10 and a half. So I got to stop just changing on Sunday morning. I know news happens. I mean, the Colts one, I can live with. I just switched to a bad one. But I got to just just fucking leave it all week. I say this shit and then I come off and get like fucking pisses me off. So what did you do? I know you went off the Colts to Arizona, right? That's I went off the Colts to to Arizona was a uh, was, you know, and that was the thing was, um, you know, I was wavering on that because you and I had that discussion. I was like, I got to go with Arizona, right, because of the, the minus one. But, you know. The, the more you sit there and you research it and you talk to people and you look at it and, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in on the Colts. I'm in on the Colts. And so I, you know, I had the Colts and then I changed that at the, uh, at the last second. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, that was just, that was a, a, a crusher for me. But the, the one that I was like, you know, back and forth on back and forth on was I wanted to take Cleveland. Right. Uh, you know, against, uh, against green Bay. Cause you were getting that, Extra, extra half, half yeah. That I extra like them. half. I like them too. I didn't bet it, but I like them. I was gonna do that, and I was deciding between that one and the um and the and the Broncos beating the uh the the rave the uh the the Raiders. And so I was like sitting there and I was like back and forth, back and forth, and at like the, the last second, I said, because you know, if I'm gonna switch, I said if I'm gonna switch on you know the Colts to the to the the Cardinals. I don't want to fuck around with the second game. Like I'll drive myself nuts because if I, you know, whatever, it just that that'll kill me if anything bad happens there. So I pivoted off the Browns and I went to the Broncos at the last second on fucking Saturday morning, like right after like I finished uh, doing the playbook and all the other shit that I was doing. And I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm an idiot. I am a, a fucking moron. When, I, I was like that when the Bengals, uh, when the uh, when the when the Browns won, you didn't and take then, the you didn't take the Bengals, did you? No, I didn't. Take yeah, that. I put that as my two. Uh, why didn't you? You were worried. It was two and a half. You were it, worried. You worried that the Ravens might win. Um, no, I wasn't worried that the Ravens might win. I just, you know, you always worry about when when you're dealing with a two and a half point spread and it's that it's Justin Tucker. You know, like that dude just makes kicks like crazy. And could that end up like screwing me in the end? It's possible, um, you know, that that like something like that could happen. I, you know, I just I, you know, I don't really remember why, like I, I was steering clear from that. I was more focused on and, you know, stupidly. It's not stupid. Um, I mean, we have reasons for it. It's easy to say we're stupid in hindsight. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will. I will legitimately say the truth of what I think I'm not afraid. I'm going to be wrong. I just, I legitimately made stupid decisions there. I was on Buffalo all week, man. I remember Mm -hmm. I told you earlier, I'm like, I like Buffalo this week, you know? So, and why'd I go back away for it? That's what pisses me off. And then the saints against the Bucks, double digit spread. It was my underdog bet on alarm after hours. 
and I back away from it. Like why? So oh, you know, you know, one of the reasons why I, I stayed away from the Cincy game was because of the value we were getting that that I was getting with the Jets. The value with the Jets? Yeah, the Jets were like favored by three, and here they were getting like a half a point. Like the line shifted in that game. Oh, okay. So you wanted to use that instead of the Bengals? I think that's probably. I think I went there. I think I was like, well, if I'm getting, if I'm getting, you know, this big of a swing here. You know, I might as well do it. I also took Miami, you know, because yeah, I, I think that was an easy one. I know you took them as your two. I took them as well. Yeah. I mean, they were three point dogs in that pool. I mean, and the I mean, look, the Saints just were decimated tonight. You know, there's there's nothing you could do. There, yeah, no, I think, you know, that again, that was the you know, that was the one. And I mean, listen, that's that's one of the things that people have to realize. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Right. When you're looking at your pool. And I guess that's kind of where, you know, it was like, you know, it's kind of like tinker time. You know, you're on this one play. You're on this one play. But then all of a sudden you start seeing value shift. And you're like, hmm. Well, all of a sudden now, you know, the way this pool is set up. Like for me, it became like the Jets and the Dolphins were locks, um, you know, just based on the line, the way the line moved for both of those games. Yeah, I mean, for me, the Dolphins were a lock just because of the COVID situation, Booker at quarterback, and you were getting three. I'm like, yeah, you got to just take this one. I mean, yeah, I mean it was, it's a six and a half point swing in that game. It's a couple of times over the last few weeks because these lines lock like usually Tuesday night, Wednesday. That's that crazy. We've gotten some benefits, some gifts. Yeah. But it's so funny to see how many people don't use those. I mean, again, I don't know how many people are, are hardcore NFL betters fans or just casuals and like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? So that's the that's the thing. I don't I don't know most of these people, and I know you don't either. You probably know a few more than me, but no, I don't know any of them. What are you talking about? I mean, you you know Dan, right? Well, at least a little bit more than me. You talk to him. I mean, I think <laughs> Yeah, I talked to him at a, at a weekly meeting. Okay, that's more than me. <laughs> I mean, Rick Wolf's in there. Um, and Pem- you know but, Rick. You know Rick just as well as me. Well, that's I'm. I know that. Well, not as not as well as you, but I have known him a long time. You just yeah, listen. Away. I have no idea who Super Joey B is. Looking at no the idea. top people, I have no idea who that is. I don't know who Liam Hill is or yes, Gibbo. I saw you hanging out with him. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was Liam Hollings, oh, not Hill. Okay, it's a different bad. one. My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know any of these people. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I get again, I don't know who's hardcore, who's a serious, you know what I mean? Do they just click the boxes, move on? Do they analyze it the shit way we do and second guess and make last minute decisions? I don't know. Well, you know what? I'm going to assume that anybody who's in the top 10 is hardcore. Not really. Sometimes people are like, oh, okay, I like the Packers better than the Lions. You know, some people do that shit. Well, see, if I lose to somebody like that, man, then, <laughs> then you know, yeah, then I, I'm i disgusted. No. Then I, then I feel like a failure. No, I mean, sometimes it's you got a 50-50 chance of getting it right. So people just guess right. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I tell you what, man. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna dust ourselves off. We're gonna 
We're gonna we're gonna come back on this shit. We're both gonna go five and zero and get six points. Yeah, two weeks uh, to go, bro. And what? We're tied for second. Two we're out of tied first. for second right now. Two so. out of first, right? Yeah. Although I got <sighs> two more, I got two more wins than you do. So yeah. if it came down to a tiebreaker between you and me. Suck nah, it. We, nah, we split second and third. That's how it should be. I don't know what they're gonna do, but. I don't know what they're going to do either. So oh, actually, Liam, oh, but Liam's tied with us too. It's a three-way tie for second. And then, oh man, this is close, bro. There, but that's no, what I'm saying. Though. There's, there's like, no room wins, for error. Like overall wins should be a tiebreaker, shouldn't it? We both have, we all have, the three of us have 59 points. But I have two more wins than you guys. Um, I'm 50 and 30. You guys reach 48 and 32. Yeah, but points matter though. I, I get that points matter, but if we all have the same number of points, then so what's the t- what's the tiebreaker for second place? Uh, I don't know how I don't know what they would do. Would they divide second, third, and fourth place prizes amongst the three of us? Why? I have a better record than you guys do. You just hit your double on me, uh, you know, twice more than I did. But we have the same amount of points, though. Yes, but I still have more wins than you. So if we have the same number of points, what's the tiebreaker from there? There's got to be a tiebreaker, right? Well, the either usually you would split second, third, and fourth place prize between the three teams would be my guess. But I don't know. I don't run the pool. Well, then why are we even keeping track of wins and losses? Okay, then why are we having two points for your best bet? So you're basically saying that's meaningless. Why are we doing that? I'm not that? saying that it matters. Yeah, you are. I'm yeah, just saying, I'm just, I'm the saying there's got to be a tiebreaker. Just having the same number of points. We're, Listen, we're when not two teams, for the wait, 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 wait. When two teams have the same record in a head-to-head are, league. Are we, we seeding for playoffs? No. That's seeding. You have no, to have No, but we're divided, we're dividing prize money here. Okay, so then if okay, you're saying you should get second place, then what happens between me and the other guy who have the same record and mo- most points? You guys split third and fourth prize together. You yeah, put I don't third know and fourth it, together, you divide it by two. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't know if that's how it works either. I'm that's just saying what it should be. I guess we'll find out if that happens. Hopefully, it you're doesn't. like, please, Bender. I can't handle losing another thing right I now. I can't, bro. Do you want me to fucking die of a heart attack and stress? <laughs> Come on, man. What the fuck? I've had enough fucking heartbreak for a few weeks, bro. Can I get a break? And then I have to lose a fucking NBA prop tonight by because fu- of a blowout. Christian oh. Wood. Oh no 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 no! I got a better one for you on. Uh, oh my god, on monkey knife fight, right? It was. Tua versus Ian Book in passing yards, all right? But Book was also was getting 52 and a half passing yards. So I took Tua. Or no, I, I, took Ian, than- I took Ian Book plus 52 and a half passing yards. And what was it, 53? Uh, if, if you add 52 and a half, Ian Book has... 197 and a half. Oh no, he's only got 187. Oh, never mind. I don't feel so bad anymore. Okay. All right, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, do I see? I just did the math wrong in my head. 
because I was so disgusted by it when I thought, well, you know, when I saw that I lost that prop or that little monkey knife fight contest there. Jeez, man, week 16, dude. We need a better week next week, huh? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I put I put up points and fucking lost. Oh man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> uh, that means tomorrow's a really quick podcast, people, because I was gonna be like, I'm gonna get some food and be in the ticket nap before I gotta do the show. Well, yeah, I mean, tomorrow's rankings day. That shit takes forever. I mean, you know, I gotta get the rankings out so early. There's no Thursday or Saturday game, but people are gonna want this shit immediately, and it's gonna change drastically by Friday. But you know, people need to have their start sit decisions. Dude, it's amazing. You can't. I the watch list on Tuesdays. If it's not out on Tuesdays way, before before it, the show starts, dude, I this, get like countless emails. This week, more than ever, you don't need it that early. There's no Thursday game. There's no Saturday game. I know. Don't be in a rush, guys. I know you're playing in championships. No rush. Be patient. Be guys going to be put on the COVID list. Injuries. You know. Just I understand you have to work the waiver wire but man you know you're gonna ask us a question start sit on wednesday i mean the answer could be completely different by saturday sunday morning man oh wait 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 oh you're gonna love this you are gonna absolutely love this let me find this one here um where is this uh what what are your thoughts about patterson though week 16 He's been great for me all year, but seems to have shifted lately. Like talking about like, you know, decisions for next week. All right. I'm like, what? Stop, dude. Like, <laughs> Park yourself here. Right? Don't don't ask me about start sit stuff with whether whether or not I feel like benching Patterson, Corderell Patterson next week is going to be a good idea. Like, why are we hitting me with that? What was that last, today? Today. Oh, yeah. Today, I was like, again, I say this every week. There are going to be injuries we had no idea about. You're going to start to see Tuesday and even Wednesday. And we saw one today with Jimmy G. So, you know, yes, you have to work the waiver wire. Last week it was pushed back. I know some people have a Tuesday night. Okay, that's different. But man, these start sit decisions, especially this week, there's no Thursday game. I love the fact that there's no Thursday game. I kind of do too. Damn, I love that. And then even the following week, there's no Thursday game, but there will be two Saturday games. They haven't announced them yet, but they're flexing two games to Saturday, the final week of the season. I'm 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 okay with that. I'm I'm okay with that too. I mean, I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm yeah, okay I, no, I actually like that. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. But getting rid of the Thursday games for these last two weeks, that is, um, yeah. I might go inappropriately touch myself in a quarter. Yeah, now we've gotten, I, I mean, we've gotten some shitty performances in some of these Thursday mm -hmm. games. Oh, here. I can't wait for this question now. What am I going to do with Corderell Patterson next week against Buffalo? Everybody runs on Buffalo now, right? So, of course, start Corderell Patterson, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. He's been great. If he didn't oh. have that touchdown, it would have been an absolutely disastrous week. He oh still was bad. Wow, They're playing him less, man. I, I don't know if it's because he's wearing down. I have no idea. Like, what are you worried about? He's a 30-year-old. That's not going to be in your future, most likely. Yeah, just run, run him into, into the, the ground. fucking ground. Yeah. 
I mean, I think they're technically still alive for the postseason, too. I mean, we know they're not going to make it, but I think they're technically alive mathematically. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, the Colts play the Raiders next week in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Don't look at your team that just lost because Jonathan Taylor is going to rush for like 260 yards and four touchdowns. In yeah, this great. Mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen. And I'm going to look at my score and it's going to be 270. And the guy who wins the championship is going to score 202. And I'll be like, oh, I would have won. Mm-hmm. The best is everybody and their grandmother is going to be fully invested in Kansas City at Cincinnati. And it'll be and a little scoring gonna, game. It, it's going to and it's going to fucking like sleet and hail and snow and everything like that. And they're all going to get screwed. They're all going to get screwed. We're all taking the Chargers at home. Big five and a half point favorites. No way. Ooh, Rams offense. Yep. See, everybody's going to be in on Stafford for a comeback against Baltimore next week. And then what are the Rams going to do? They're going to shit the bed also. Could be, man. I don't know who I'm. I'm like looking at this next for like next week. I'm like, wow. Like we're going to like really like somebody's going to really shit the bed hard this week that everybody's going to be in on. I can't wait to try and figure that one, that game out. At least we have more time to figure it out. At least we do. And on that happy go lucky note, Adam and I are going to say good night, everybody. Um, we hope you won. We hope you made some money in DFS. If you lost, well, come talk to us about DFS for uh, week 17 because we're ready to crush it. No doubt about that. Um, but for tonight, we are finished. Adam, as always, a pleasure. I'm very, truly, very sorry that you are. Uh, as aggravated as, as as you are. I feel for you, man. I'm not so sure that's sincere, but thank you. That's 100% <laughs> sincere. That, that really, it hurts me. You know, it almost hurts my my soul that you don't think so. Like that just, you I know. I can kind of hear this kind of sly, evil grin. Oh, no, that was because I was like looking online and there's a girl who's got no, no shirt on, but she's got these like two uh, black X's over the nipples on her, uh, on her uh-huh. boobs. Nah. And she's really attractive. I'm like, why shy. is this? Take them off, girl. Like, why is this on ESPN? Really? On ESPN? Right it's an ad for a lace-up open cup boosty. Why am I seeing this? Um, I, like, I get right next to it is a fry boots thing for, for women, right? Because I bought my wife fry boots online for her birthday. But this lace-up open cup bustier, uh, I definitely did not shop for that. You might have browsed it at some point. (laughs) (laughs) I was drunk. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why is this always defer to knobgobblers.com? I don't understand it. All right, let's get the hell out of here and uh, and say goodnight. So big thanks to all of you out there for liking and subscribing. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up, and we'll catch you next time.